we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host and roommate, Kelsey Corley, for another Real Housewives of Potomac recap. <laughs> Kelsey, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm always great when there's a new Potomac. I agree. You love Potomac. You're a huge Potomac fan. You got me at Potomac, and now we are living our Potomac truths. <laughs> it's my favorite show at the moment. I, I think so, too. Although I am loving Below Deck Med a lot which right you now, just, Which you have forced me to watch as mm-hmm. well. Made him binge four episodes mm-hmm. this weekend. We got through a bunch. It's fantastic. Um, but there's something about Potomac. It's really bringing it more than I think other Housewives seasons, especially in Beverly Hills. Um, the unmentionable. You know. Um, but it's really up there. And I think... You know, it's giving New York definitely a run for its money. I if, agree. If not, maybe almost better than New York. I mean, New York has the comedy aspect, which Potomac is. I think has. Potomac has comedy oh, yeah. too. I mean, These women comedy. make me laugh. They make me think. They make me giggle at their snide remarks and the shade. It, they can't go on. In this show, they show those little transitional scenes, which in a lot of the housewife shows are just complete throwaway scenes, and who cares? In this show, like the scene of Karen dancing, doing her victory dance with Ray, playing tennis at the beginning, I thought that was amazing. Like, yes. Even those little bits are so entertaining. So much more than just like regular housewife shows. So Totally. We are so thankful for Potomac. Um, we start the show with Candace and Chris touring a house that they definitely cannot afford. Yeah. Two, it was 2.3 million, I believe. Yeah, it was 2.3. No, it was 2.5. I, I would be shocked if they could afford a million. Chris isn't even the owner of a restaurant. He's the manager of a restaurant and has like a gift of like a couple percent. Okay. And her going like, she's like, I have a trust. And he's like, well, what's the details of the trust? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, first of all, if you had a trust, you would know with how old you are that's not necessarily true you don't think so no that's not necessarily true you don't necessarily know what's in the trust unless your parents or whoever has the trust tells you so but there's definitely not a lot of people who have trust do not know how much is in their trust for the exact reason that Candace is banking on this and thinking she can liquidate it that's the exact reason why people don't know how much is in it because they don't want them planning their lives that way and I don't think there's enough in here to do that i don't your mom's a psychiatrist she's not the owner of a software company i don't understand candace how do you not get this i just i don't get i think her mom's probably invested well they have those companies i don't know how well they're doing i mean um yeah i yeah i think she i think candace is a little bit like delusional totally delusional and that's what makes her a great housewife but i love her yeah. I absolutely love her. She's been a big fan of us on Twitter and we've been living for her. I'm just, I think she's great, but I do think she has uh, eyes bigger than her stomach. Is oh that yeah. It? On the after show, she said that her house needs to have a two story foyer, um, vaulted ceilings. There's a specific molding she wants and it has to have that. And um, she also needs six bedrooms. Who does she think she is? Yeah. Beyonce? It's like, okay, Kern Jr., 
You need to back the fuck up. Well, I mean, I wish her the best. I hope she gets this house of her dreams, even though she might not. Um, but, you know, I mean, it was a good insight into seeing Chris being like, yeah, you're crazy. He's totally horrified. He's, he's like, what did I just get myself into? Between <laughs> this and the fight in the car, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And maybe he's signed on for the trusts. You know what? Maybe there is more in there than we know. I'm so curious because I have no idea. I'm so curious. It's such an odd situation. I just can't imagine. But the other whole thing is like she wants to be free of her mother and her mother's help. And then she's like running back to this and banking on this trust, which is from her mother. And it's like, girl. Ridiculous. Choose one side. Don't pull a Camille and play both, both ends of the candle. Play both ends of the candle while I really make up a new saying every time I'm on one of these shows. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about Ashley Darby meeting with... I I would um I would say she's um I'd say she's a friend. <laughs> I thought Giselle. that was so funny. Oh my gosh! Took her a hot second to when, get that out of her mouth. At the beginning of the episode, Giselle calls her to meet with her, and um, Ashley, Giselle's like, "I've got your back. Um, I wasn't trying to come at you like that." And Giselle, Ashley's just like, "Okay," and you can hear her like, "Girl, I see what you're doing. Like, I'm a shitster. You're a shitster." Game, recognize game, not going to get angry here. And I think also Ashley is, as we've said before, scared to go up against Giselle. So she doesn't push it too far. Um, she, no, this, is, was, this was her direct quote. Giselle has said very unsettling things about my husband. But she is who she is. And overall, I think she means well. We're friends. We're friends. That it was took the her. Quote. It took her a hot second to even get the first "we're friends" out. She paused, yes. and all of this in her terrifying merkin wig. Okay, I hate when you use the term merkin because you had to explain to me what a merkin is, which is basically a toupee for your pubes. Mm-hmm. So you're basically calling her pube hair, which is so mean, Kelsey. Well, okay, she has beautiful natural hair. Why is she putting on this terrifying wig that was probably a Nini reject from season 10? Yeah, to eat your own. Um, but when she does meet with Robin and Giselle, they just want to stir the pot because oh. they're, they start they talking each about... They take yeah. a turn. Yeah. It they're, was like, guns forget the babysitter's club. This is the shit talker's club. And... Meeting in session. Yeah. They were ready, guns blazing, to let her know all that's going down. Um, I'm interested to see how Giselle's house comes along. She was describing one area as her personal west wing, but she wasn't describing it as like a wing of the house. It was like the just describing the function of the area, which I thought was interesting. I was like, is that every Hugh headquarters or what? Your office? I don't... Who knows what's going Who down? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I'm I'm excited to see this house too. I always love seeing a house under construction. Mm-hmm. The before um, and after. We yeah. love an HGTV moment. Exactly. It's beautiful. I mean, we never got to see the end of Jules's um, house on New York. The one oh, with the... yeah. Do you think it even got finished? No. No. That that's... house was probably sold for pieces. That's a Queen of Versailles situation. Have you seen that documentary about the girl who made the... Vers- was like making the Versailles No, I haven't Florida? seen that, but I have seen that woman on Below Deck as a charter guest. Oh. And they were all like, she's the Queen of Versailles. And the only person who understood that she was as trailer trash as they come was Captain Sandy, who was like, no, you don't understand. 
Well, I mean, she is the. If you get a chance, watch the documentary because that woman. Oh, is I've crazy. heard nothing but good things. Fantastic. It's supposed to be something that would be great to a housewives fan who loves dysfunction mm-hmm. and delusion. It's a, it's kind of sad too, but it's it's. Bizarre. I think it's like a less dark gray gardens. Kind of yes, they're like stuck in this house that's like unfinished. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Um, let's get still back. unfinished to this day. Let's, let's. I believe it is still unfinished to this day. Um, but let's get back to something that is finished, which is Karen Huger's new perfume line. Le oh, wait, Dom. sorry. Before we move we, on what do we from forget? the shit talking circle. Um, so they, Robin and Giselle tell Ashley about the comments that Katie made. Oh yes. Saying Katie. her boyfriend yes. made comments. It's more creepy things, accusations against Michael. And also, um, Ashley told them um, about Monique showing her the text, which they, later in the episode, went straight to Candace and told her. And they were like, hey, look, Monique's. But um, Giselle is so angry that Monique is saying that they don't care about her or whatever. And her response was, now she wants to act like she got problems and we don't care. I don't podcast yourself to death. I was like, (laughs) I literally wrote, did Giselle just read us? I was dying. It was was such a good moment. I did love Monique's tweet on Instagram. She's like, my podcast is doing very fine. Thank you very much. And I was like, (laughs) and so is ours. So Giselle, I'll podcast myself to death. Thank you. Um, I forgot about that. That was hilarious. Okay. So now we truly move on to Karen. Let's talk about Karen. I, I, I don't know if I've ever loved a child as much as I love Raven. Same. She is so cute and sweet and you can and see supportive. her. Yeah. Trying to be so nice to her mom and so nice to her dad. Like, this is oh, a great venture for you. So this is a adorable. great product. Like, and this is Brandon right too. Also adorable. And this is like one of the first couple of times we're seeing him. I'm so, very, I'm very impressed with her family, with Raven. I think they're amazing. Karen Huger is someone to aspire to be. I want to be the grand dame. Oh, who doesn't? Well, I, I mean, I don't want the IRS on my tail. So you know I don't what? really want to be the What's one misstep with the IRS? You know, things happen <laughs> here and there. As long as you got it fixed. Hey, you got to make millions. <laughs> you got to make millions to owe millions. Well, that's that's exactly true. Right? Um, it was interesting that she said her, her, her fragrance, La Dame, is basically unisex. Yeah, it's like, okay. I'll be interested to smell it. We should go check it out. And I also love the story about the curse jar. Where <laughs> she had to put money in the curse jar, but she would just take it out when she needed it. So it was basically just a savings account. She's you know, like, it's my money. <laughs> I can take it out whenever I want. Um, should we talk about now Ashley and Michael and their yeah. weird dinner? It's such a difference between Karen and Ray yes. and their natural rapport. And then you see Ashley and Michael and their creepy dinner where she, you can tell she as we saw in her therapy session last week where she was talking about how she feels like she has to behave a certain way and meet these standards for Michael to love her. Knowing that and hearing that and then seeing this dinner, I think you can kind of see that more oh, 100%. and see her, how she acts, how she holds herself, how she's trying to be someone specific for him. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael is going off on the women saying he's unhappy that they're not supportive. It's like no one's going to support you during your times of assault allegations. Yeah, sorry. When they all believe it. They all believe it from knowing you, dude. Like whether it was meant to be sexual or not, you can't cross those lines and you've done it repeatedly. 
yeah, him saying he felt upset that the woman didn't support him and ineffectively weren't supporting her. And I, I, the thing is, is like they aren't not supporting Ashley. They are supporting Ashley. Yeah, they're like, girl, what can we do to help you? They just aren't supporting Michael. And by her supporting Michael, she feels like it's us against the world. Yeah, well, I mean, they are Which married. Which they are, yeah. Um, I also thought it was interesting that he said, why would they bring up an incident from a few years ago, which was just in fun, which even though I can't remember his name right now, Katie's boyfriend at the time took it all in fun. That's still not okay. And Ashley last episode we saw tried to go back and say, that's not even what happened. So we're getting two sides of a a different story. Um, Falling upon their words up here in Potomac, (laughs) the Darby's, the Darby's, um, so then Ashley starts talking about going to see her dad, which we find out Michael thinks is a bad idea, which she, she already said to her mom that Michael said no mm-hmm. to this when she's brought it up before because her dad blocked her on Facebook. But that's not why Michael says she shouldn't go. His first reasoning as to why she shouldn't go is, um, maybe your mom went down before you another time. Maybe she talked to him ahead of this. What does he think is going to happen? Like what, do, what sort of game does Michael think Ashley's mom is playing? That's such a weird thing to say. Right? It's one of those things like, it's almost like he knows something that she doesn't. It's almost like, maybe... No, I just think Michael thinks the absolute worst of her. She has this boyfriend who's a freeloader. They got her that house upon the condition that the freeloading boyfriend did not live there. And the freeloading boyfriend lived there, so they had to move her out of the house. Yeah. So I understand he's clearly seeing her as a user. He told Ashley last season one of the reasons he didn't want to have children with her is because he was afraid that she would raise them the same way her mother raised her. Um, obviously, her mom has had troubles in her life, but every time her mom talks to Ashley, she lights up. You can see how much she loves her. Yeah. I don't think she would purposefully try to mess with her daughter i don't think so either i think that's just michael being very and this could also be like kind of michael's thing with ashley is he's trying to like cut her off from her mom that's a good point and family members yeah and trying to keep him to herself as soon as she defends her mom though he backs off completely and is says um yes and this is the right time to do it you need to do it now it's like you just said she shouldn't do it two seconds ago it's very weird. It seems like he isn't even sure what he wants for her, which is like frustrating because it's like, dude, you guys are married at this point. You need to be there for her and you need to support her. And if you don't support her, you need to stand by that and give reasons why. And like, yeah, you know, stand your ground and not just be a flip flop. I don't know. I find it very, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. No, it was interesting to find out that Ashley was in contact with her dad's sister though. Yes. Who is not in contact with her dad. Yeah, which makes me... Like, maybe everyone else is right. Maybe she should be staying away from him. We see later on in the episode, her uncle... Doesn't think she should do it. Doesn't think she should do it either, but everyone's there for her. Um... She, when she talks about it in her confessional, to me, it seemed like she really had to like think about it and go there and try to make herself cry. Because she's sitting there like... that staring into space and like talking about it it just looked forced to me in the confessional and her merkin wig faking those tears well you know i think i don't think they were based on fake emotion i just think it was like she really wanted to cry there it wasn't like she couldn't help herself do you know what i mean i get what you're saying i mean i i guess i didn't see the same thing i didn't feel the same thing but we'll get into 
more of the ant meeting and stuff like that. But let's talk about Monique because Monique pushed me all the wrong buttons this week because I was so excited to see <laughs> the, the birth of baby Samuels. And it was all a prank. And it was all a prank. Okay, I thought she was an amazing actress. Uh, same. You and I were talking last week, I think, about the panic in her voice and how we knew something horrible was going to happen. And I still, even this week, knowing that it was a prank and hearing it, I still heard the panic in her voice. She was amazing. Commendable. Um, yeah, bravo. Start getting her out on shows. Where's the bravo script? But it also content? makes her kind of scary, don't you think? I mean... <laughs> If you think about it, all these women are actresses. Like I, I, But most of them are bad actresses, and you can see right through it when they're acting. It's what is real that really shines through. And um, when they're feeding bullshit to someone, it's just so transparent and entertaining. See, but uh, yeah, but I, I mean... Karen it, Huger, I'll give you that. That woman is an actress. Yeah. Um, I did not know Monique was it. I did not know that was in her, though. So it makes you not trust her? I mean, not necessarily. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't trust her, but she could fool us easily because she fooled us. I mean, well, yeah, with the pregnancy thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like I could read people pretty well, even if they are on TV. I can sniff out a... I mean, I sniffed out Madison LaCroix in a second. We thought that she was going to have a baby, an emergency oh, no, labor situation. She was a great actress. No, that's what I'm saying. She's so good, we couldn't sniff her out. I think I'm pretty good at sniffing someone else out, too. So I'm just saying... I'm saying... I'm just saying... She's truly disaster. talented. She is very talented. And everyone should be afraid. Okay, see, I don't, I, don't, I don't think everyone should be afraid because I don't think she's a bad person. I don't think she would ever use I don't think evil. she's a bad person either. I'm just saying, it, don't mess with her. She's going to have a lot of people to drag next season, Bedetti. Oh, she is. She's she already... She can use her she, acting skills. She's already coming guns blazing. I mean, we should let her know that she could use her acting skills because I don't think she would use them right now. We got to let her know, hey, this is your thing. This is your ticket Miss to Monique, you deserve a Golden Globe. You're amazing. You need to plan some plots that use your acting to fool these women, Giselle would not know what hit her. All right, let's <laughs> let's talk about um, Parents Weekend on Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, <laughs> I don't know why Candace would bring her mom with her anywhere. Uh, hi, nice to meet you. Oh, we're in therapy. We're working on things. She's giving me boundaries. And she's what? saying it all sarcastically just to be a, a bitch. Yeah. And it's, it's so they haven't awkward. gone back to therapy since the first time. I'm not saying like at this point in the show, I'm saying period today as of today, they have not gone back to therapy. And if anyone needs therapy, it is both two. of those women, especially the mom. they need intensive therapy. Well, they could do with like mom, both of them. One of those camp retreats, you know, where they like pick I'm you up and bring you, you to the wilderness. They need to be on WeTV marriage boot camp, family edition or family boot camp. I've seen it before. I saw it. That's Dina, how they can pay for their house. Yeah, I got exactly. I've seen Dina Lohan on that. They would be I've great seen, TV. They no, would. Fantastic. I mean, they are. They would be so. They would be so good. It's it like we said. It's very rem reminiscent of Tiffany Pollard and Sister Patterson. Totally. And they were on family boot camp or whatever, and that was emotional. Like Tiffany was like pregnant, and like she, her mom stressed her out so much she lost the baby. It was like, oh God, that's so sad. Crazy, you know, but that show was insane. But they worked through a lot of their issues together, and I think it could work for Candace and her <laughs> mom as well. 
Um, I loved seeing Giselle put, like gently pushing at Dorothy, like, oh, so when are you seeing Dr. Ken again? Like pushing them to go back to therapy. Yeah. And then when Dorothy was calling Candace a brat, Giselle says, well, you created the brat, didn't you? Which I thought was another one. Like, yeah, get her. Get that narcissistic mother. Take her down. Yeah, take her down. She needs to be taken down a peg. Um, what did you think of Katie's mom? Um, I thought we found where Katie's taste in wigs comes from. <laughs> Twitter agreed with you. It was like, wow. It was, yeah. I mean, I don't like to comment on people's wigs because I don't pull off a wig ever. Oh, um, yeah, you know, Garth. <laughs> yeah, I look the, I'm not good in wigs, so I will never comment on another person's hair or wig. Um, but I, I did think her personality matched um, Katie. It was very, like, she felt very high energy, fun, sweet. Um and yeah, I mean, I was, I was happy to see all the parents and where these like, you know, cause we saw Candace and her mom. Then we saw, it was so mom. interesting it to see fun. the two of them hitting it off. Yeah. And even though Katie posted on Instagram, how dare they insult her beautiful property of Sunny Hill farm that she bought with her own hard earned modeling money for a million dollars. But then she said to Candace like, Oh, our mothers can talk about paying our mortgages. <laughs> So is that a lie or were you just making a dig at Candace? What's the situation on that? And also um, justice for Katie. She needs to be on the reunion. Yes. Where will we be without pee on our couch? So Katie's not allowed at the reunion this year. I want to know why. I think it's because she's um, too much of a liability. She's very vocal. Yeah, and you know, all of these Bravo celebrities, they have to be insured. Mm -hmm. And some people, they just cost too much money insurance-wise, and they can't be on the show. That's why, like, I don't know if anyone watches the challenge, but um, some of the guys on the show were accused of sexual assault, and they've never been back on the show for that same reason, because they could not insure them any longer. I think the same thing happened with Lindsay Lohan. That's why she couldn't get jobs anymore, because she couldn't be insured, because she wasn't reliable. So... That, that's my best guess is that's what it has to you're do going with. To the, you're going to the nuts and bolts of the situation. <laughs> you're like, this is the real deal. I just think, I think she's just going to be a loose cannon and they don't know what she would do or but say. But they could just edit it out. This isn't live. Uh, yeah, but I feel like she would kind of try to take over. But she's not a full-blown housewife. She's a friend. Bring her on Camille style. Like Camille was on way too long for just being a friend. I don't think Camille was intended to be on that long. I think because of the situation that happened while she was there, her time yeah. got extended. That's maybe that's true. That was the longest time they've ever spent filming a reunion, and for what? For fifteen minutes of great content with Camille freaking out and walking out. That was the best part of the entire reunion. Everything else was trash. Um, I mean, I did cry at the end with Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle. I thought that was really a sweet, sad moment. I thought it was sad too, and I was so you know me. I love LVP, but I was so sad she did not show up to the reunion, and it made me definitely lose some respect for her. Yeah, same. But we're not talking about Beverly Hills because we will Sorry. go. Sorry, oh my go god, way down another that. rabbit hole. Okay, um, Katie and her boyfriend are talking about their allegations yes. against Michael again. This is what we need to get into. And I thought this was really interesting. What Jacob slash Jason? I can't remember what his name his is. His name's Justin, I think. Okay, Jay, as we'll call him. <laughs> need Jason, um, Justin, Jackson. None of he us know. okay. So what K- Katie said that Michael said. Um, when I call you, make sure you answer on your personal phone. But Jacob, Justin, Jason said, um, 
Michael said, um, when I call you on your business phone, if you're on the other line, you better answer. Or something Which along is those lines. Which different than Which call me on the private line. To- it seemed like totally different things. And they, everyone else was still like, ooh, ah, I think just because they're... They are a little bit going after Michael now, but because they think he's a sexual assault er that got away with it. My thing is okay, so the calling on the private line is more like, oh, call me for like sex or drugs situation. And like it's a personal matter. Yeah. But if you're on your business line, make sure you answer my line. It's like no matter how busy you are, let's like you you'll answer yeah, the phone. Yeah, and for as me. we found out recently, Michael is not just um, a nobody of business as I thought he is the head of a huge corporation big deal he's he's a big big deal, deal corporation so I, I don't know and my other question is why does Jacob Jason Justin need three phones because he said he has two business phones and a personal one mm. what is he a drug dealer or does he have another family that he's hiding I don't understand Katie's not even with him anymore, so this is my next part, my next question. <laughs> Kelsey, like, I, I, Kelsey, you just come and you're like, I have so many questions. Like, like Eddie, listen to me talk to you about Potomac. Yeah, I'm this literally sitting here, I'm like, yeah, you're now. like, you've literally like hijacked everything, it's fine. Um, but is Katie, as we've, I feel like we've seen Katie get less and less lucid at this, as this show has gone gone on essentially you're saying she's getting crazier and crazier not crazier but um i was reading online she accused her ex-husband who's a psychiatrist psychologist whatever the one that can prescribe you medications we had this we tried to have this conversation last week and we forgot to prescribing her medications to basically keep her compliant and so that makes me wonder is that contributing to an addiction problem is that what we're seeing her trying different medications because when we're seeing her at the farm at the hoedown doing that cheers where she seems like she's almost coming in and out of what's actually happening and everyone's saying like her like shaking go wig like she never feels like she's fully yeah, like and there and like in season one we see her and that's not at all she's so buttoned up she's telling other people that they're not classy enough and she was going after Giselle it's just so odd she she was always completely primped to the nines and done up beautifully I don't understand why she's now getting bargain basement wigs um I also saw on Instagram her natural hair which is beautiful so I don't know why if the wigs aren't cutting it she can't just do that well she shaved her head for the the she said she shaved her head and that's why she had to wear wigs all season. She had a Britney moment. No, I don't think she had a Britney moment. But her head was shaved and that's why she's been wearing wigs all season. She just recently said she probably shaved her head a la Britney to avoid drug tests a la hair. I don't. I I. Uh, I don't think that's. The it's reason. a very sad situation. She's very angry that she is not. Um, going to be able to come to the reunion. Oh, she's very she's upset very about it angry. Twitter. She's been posting some actually pretty fire memes about it. <laughs> but um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. They could at least give her like a video call or something. I don't know. I feel really bad for her. I hope she gets help. I hope... I don't know. I hope I feel bad for her kids. I feel bad for everyone. I feel bad for Monique because she couldn't fit into her gown so she couldn't come. Although it did seem kind of like she didn't want to either. (laughs) Um, And then I loved Giselle. (laughs) 
Giselle telling Candace that Monique threw her right under the bus. Oh, yeah. And Robin and Giselle are both taking turns doing skirt, 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 which I thought was hysterical. These two kill me. They're such a good team. They're such good friends. It comes right through the screen. I love it. It's very, it's like in every housewife franchise, there's always like a dynamic duo. Mm -hmm. And I think... Giselle and Robin are becoming my dynamic duo for Potomac. Totally. A hundred percent. Cause like you had Phaedra and Portia in like Atlanta. You yeah. have Ramona and Sonia in New York. Like you always have these like two. You had camera. LVP and Kyle. Well, LVP and Kyle. Well, uh, OCs, the Vicky and Shannon, I would say, or like the Trace Amigas. Yeah. Um, Carl and Kyle. Vicky and Tamara. Vicky and Tamara too. I think probably. Yeah. But there's always, yeah, a, a very close friendship yes. that's actually very real is usually, and it's usually either them against everyone or like the two of them against each other and everyone trying to help fix it because no one wants the <laughs> the duo. Well, the duo of Giselle and Robin, if Batman and Robin, Giselle and Robin, you know, it's all good. I love them all. Um, let's talk about... Um, Let's talk about Catfish, um, which was the oh, last yes. third of this episode. Um, I was live tweeting for Hot and Bravo last night. I was on their Twitter for them. And I literally was like, for the whole end of the episode, I felt like I wasn't watching Real Housewives of Potomac. I felt like I was watching Catfish. I was like, when is Nev going to like, or Neve? I was, Nev, you're Nev. right. You're- um, I'm sorry. Um, I was like, when is he going to pop out? We watched that one weird movie recently with like I Tiffany can't remember Haddish. what it was, but it was horrible. It Don't was a watch horrible it. movie. I'm so sorry. Um, but it turned into like a catfish movie like halfway through because like they showed up and I was fully expecting that to happen in Potomac. Yeah, Nev was in in the movie and we were shocked. Yeah, it was, there and was Tiffany like, Haddish was making moves on him. It was it was that like was the funny. best part of yeah. the movie, honestly. It really was, but it was bizarre. Um, Ashley first first goes and meets with her aunt, who's willing to help, and her mm. uncle. And they go to lunch before they go to see her dad. Yeah. Which is, this is such a tense, crazy situation. And a lot of people I heard, saw were saying, like, they didn't care, blah, blah, blah. But even though I definitely feel like she's using this as a distraction from the Michael situation, just so that there's anything else going on in her storyline for them yeah. to not harp on that again and again and again, as we're seeing in Southern Charm, yes. where they're harping that Austin video video again and again and again because they like have nothing times. Yeah. she's trying to give them something else so that they don't have to keep showing that mm-hmm. which i can totally appreciate it's smart it's a very yes, smart move very smart move and i do think it's also very real i think her emotion behind it is real even if i think she's forcing it on us for the show you know what i mean like she's forcing it out for the show i think it's still real i think it's just uncomfortable for her to be that emotionally bare on national television yeah and I'm really excited to see what happens next week because in the previews it seems like he does say hi or acknowledge her. Uh, I hope. I don't know. She almost was like not able to do it. She was like in the car yeah. freaking out. Like Her mom's like, we have to do it now. We're here. But can you imagine like just I showing couldn't. up with cameras? I think... I bet production called ahead of time. You don't think they just showed up with cameras? That's weird. I think you'd be less likely to answer the door oh 100% I mean that's always what happens on catfish is like people don't answer the door they're like nope or they like run out the back or like yeah 
If someone showed up to my house with cameras, I'd be like, okay, oh, Eddie, what do you, you would want? be like, what do you need? Come, come on. out with red lipstick on like, hello, ready for my close up. First of all, do not wear lipstick and would do not own red lipstick, <laughs> but I would come. I just mean like metaphorically, like you would have your cowboy boots on. How about that? Oh, that would work. <laughs> You're like, yeah, How that you sounds right. How you doing partners? Oh, I, you just remind me that I had to pack that for my trip for Chicago. Oh. Um, well, we're going to be back next week with our next Real Housewives of Potomac recap, and we will see what happens with Ashley and her dad. Um, we will not be doing Southern Charm together this week, regular, because I will be in Chicago and Kelsey will be... I will be, be in San Diego with my family. Yeah, so we're just traveling this week, so we're sorry. Um, but if you guys don't want to miss another re- any of the other recaps that we have, we are doing Southern Charm New Orleans. We have OC coming out. Dallas is coming soon. So much more. Make sure you guys subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys are on Instagram and Twitter, find us. We're hot and bravoed, H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. Kelsey, how can people find you? You just got a bop into the night. <laughs> that's Southern Charm, and we're doing Potomac, but that's fine. And I'm at Addie underscore Strata, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>